Oh, it's just the two of us. <laughs> oh, usually there's so many fucking people here. There really is. <laughs> and now it's just you and me. Did you hit record already? I sure did. <laughs> Welcome to the cold open, bitch. Cold open. Cold open. Can we talk about, can we talk about the Gatchler in our cold open? <laughs> the Gatchler? I'm still advocating for that. You well, tell me people wouldn't watch The Gay Bachelor. I would watch. I, I said it before, like in our little like pre whatever we were talking about. I would watch the shit out of The Gay Bachelor. Do you know what The Gay Bachelor leads to? Hmm. Gay divorce court. Tell me that's not some watchable fucking television. <laughs> Does a gay divorce court already exist? I don't know, but it should if it doesn't because <laughs> that's called ratings. Okay. <laughs> that's some success. Mm-hmm. I'm an advocate for it. I'm an ally. I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be fun. This is oh god. This is a different kind of something, <laughs> folks, because we got nothing for you. So get ready for a whole whirlwind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, let's I'm do ready. it. You are listening to I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. A backstage look at the creative process from the imaginations that bring it to life. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Building castles in the sky. Hello, theater family. I'm Travis. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to another episode of I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, the podcast for the creative visionary. We have no topic today. Nope, not a single one. (laughs) Nope, there's no introduction. There's nobody to introduce you to. There's no topic for nothing. This is it, folks. This is just me and Rachel. Back before I Can't, I Have Rehearsal was a thing, Rachel and I had a small idea of also starting a podcast when Laura and I were talking about starting this theater-based podcast. And then Laura had to exit the podcast, and Rachel kind of took this one over with me, and lo and behold, here we are three years later, pretty much. But before there was I Can't, I Have Rehearsal... There, there was, was Get Out, out Travis and Rachel's podcast that never was because we sent the pilot episode to Nick Corey for his <laughs> review and he kindly said, that don't make no sense. So maybe don't do that show. And I was like, you know what, sir? I appreciate your attitude, but I appreciate the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> so we did not go anywhere with that podcast. Like our trailer episode, I think we talked about bubbly water for a good Five minutes. Yeah, there really wasn't any rhyme or reason to anything we were talking about. No. With anything. No. It was bad. But it was so oh, it was it was it, it was, was kind of fun. So we're just now that we have a platform. <laughs> now we have a platform, people are kind of listening and Coronavirus is surging through our bodies we're, once again. We're just going to talk take an episode because we can only watch so many movie musicals before our brains explode. Yeah. I mean there's only so much we can do. So the content today is just you listening to Rachel and I talk about whatever comes up yeah. for about an hour. Can we talk about McDonald's Coke again? <laughs> it's still a staple. I don't have it as much now though. Because three years ago Travis was a lot bigger than he is now. Travis had a good sixty-five extra pounds on him three years ago. Let's let's give a let's give a can I get an applause for the Yeah Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Yes, That's my body word. is kind of better. Thank you. <laughs> body dysmorphia. <laughs> body dysmorphia. Name of your sex tape. <laughs> I'm sure Alex will love that. No one rents that one. Not a single person. <laughs> So this is what this podcast is going to be. We're just going to kind of talk for... Just talk for a while. We're just going to talk for a while. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on if you like these type of episodes. If you do, we could do so many more. This is just like a random check-in with Travis and Rachel. Yeah. Just seeing how we're doing. We're checking in. So like what... I mean, let's just say here. We were talking about The Gatchelor beforehand. Yeah. Um, if anybody has any um, gay bachelors in their life and that are looking for a holiday... Um, I know hit, a guy. <laughs> slide in, hit us up in my either my personal DMs or in any of the DMs for the podcast. We'll receive them. We'll you know take all applications under advisement and set up the interview process virtually. No dick pics in the DMs. No, thank you. No, not yeah. a place for those. None. None of them, please. Yeah. I want to get to know a person. <laughs> I kind of said that with a straight face. <laughs> Let's face it, I don't do anything with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. You don't do anything with a straight face. Come oh, on, son. No, not a single thing. Don't do a single thing oh with a straight face. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. So, Rachel, let's just, let's start with you. Okay. How are things? They're good. You're in a relationship. I am. How's that going? Amazing. Great. <laughs> How's your happiness? My happiness level is good. I mean, I really... If we're going to talk like pandemic, I'm not going to lie. I did fall into a deep hole of depression. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm. <laughs> you wrong want why your, your body a wrong. <laughs> But I get air horns for depression. <laughs> In all seriousness, how 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 is it? It's much How are we doing? It's much better. Um, I was finally firmly diagnosed with um, anxiety, depression, and ADHD. Adult ADHD. She's a triple threat, everyone. <laughs> 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 She's a triple threat. I'm a triple threat. So it's great. But it's better because I'm in therapy. And Yay. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yay for therapy. Yay for therapy. I, I firmly, firmly advocate therapy. If yes. You, if, you, if you are curious about anything like get yourself yeah we stand it over here we stand it we stand it therapy um other than that i guess i i have just been living the life you have been just doing my thing working my grind yeah thank you bolton um listening to all the older women in my life ask me when i'm getting married <laughs> well let's face it you've been with the man now for <laughs> two plus years <laughs> Something's got to change now. It's been long enough. <laughs> Y'all been playing playing the game a while now. I like playing the game, though. I know. And but see, that's the thing. You got to take it at your own pace. You shouldn't feel societal pressure to do anything. Well, I'm in my early 30s, and now all those like aged women, and you know who you are. At least you in your early fucking 30s, and you got somebody that's a potential <laughs> in a steady relationship. I'm in my 30s. Nothing. I don't even have a damn. I don't the Sahara a, I, Desert. I don't even have a virtual dinner date set up with nobody. You could have a virtual dinner date. We're gonna make that happen. Do you think I have not tried? Well, here's the thing. We're gonna put it out. We're gonna start 
That's this is my new thing. It's positive manifestation. Something that my therapist gave to me. She's like, you need to start positively manifesting things in your life. The more mm-hmm. that you start looking at things positively, mm-hmm. you'll, you know, things will start to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of works. Mm. Also, karma is a thing. So, mm-hmm. like, the more good you put out into the world, like, the more good you'll get back. Listen, I don't mean to toot my own tutor about the good that I put out into the world. You put a lot of good out in the world. But I fucking need something back. <laughs> if Zach Efron don't show up at my door for all the good I've put out in the world, karma's fucked. <laughs> can you imagine, though, like what would happen if Zach Efron showed up at your door? <laughs> I can imagine a lot of things that would happen. <laughs> I can imagine a lot of things. It would be magical. That's the sound that would play as I opened the door and his butamous face appeared before me. I imagine it to be a spring day. A spring day? Mm-hmm. Like but like, we- but like early May spring where there's like actual green back in the world. It's not just scary and It's not just scary and, brown. And, a, and like a snowstorm could be looming around any corner. <laughs> not March, like when your kind birthday Kind of spring. Is. So you wouldn't want Zac Efron for your birthday is what you're saying. No, but I will take him as like um, a May Day present. Okay. Or like a 4th of July treat. It'd be nice. For May Day. What's July treat? Fishing opener. <laughs> Memorial Day. Memorial Day. <laughs> like there's another holiday in there. Yeah, a nice Memorial Day business, you know? A nice long weekend to start our relationship off on the right foot. Nice Monday off. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Like a little three-day weekend with Zac Efron. Yes. Who wouldn't want a three-day weekend with Zac Efron? That's all I need. I'd be going all Dear John on his ass. It would take me three days to make him fall in love with me. Yep. Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried don't even know what's going to hit them. Our love story will be epic and for the ages. <laughs> A thousand percent. I love this so much. Thank you so much. I love this thank so you much. For, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Or my Zach Talk, I your, suppose. Zach Talk. Zach Tech. Uh. <laughs> so you're good. I'm great. She's stable. She's in therapy. She's in a relationship. I'm, I'm trying to live my best life. You're doing it. I'm trying. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm and finally I feel like in a good place. Like I still don't know what I'm doing as an adult. Right. Well, okay. <laughs> like <laughs> but I feel like that's pretty par for the course for our people our age are just like, mm, people gave me a job where I I do the thing and then they pay me money for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then once a week some money shows up and I'm like, "Okay. Okay. I'll do something responsible with that now." Like <laughs> What I imagine, well, here's the thing. If you think about it, like, like I remember looking at 30-year-olds being like, you have your life together. And now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, none of you had your life together. It just looked like that. It just looked like you had your life together. And It was real good looking, though. It was real close. It was like, and I, I, I feel lucky enough to just, you know, Wear leggings and an oversized sweatshirt every day to yes. work. Yes. So, I I don't ha- I don't have any complaints. I have nothing to complain about. What is happening? I got an email from Match.com. Shut the front door. Yeah, this creeper liked me. I was a sixty-five-year-old man with one eyebrow. No, thank you. You can fix one eyebrow. <laughs> you can't fix sixty-five. <laughs> Okay, he was decent enough looking if you draw on the other eyebrow. 
I'm not trying to date Jeffrey Star in his 60s over here. <laughs> like, here's the thing though. What's what's your age cap? 40. 40? 10 years older than you? Yeah, I would say 40. Okay. 45 with a baby face. Okay. That's where I'm at. That's where you're at. Like, like and that's almost kind of like so like <laughs> you can if, be my uncle <laughs> if, if you're like perfect husband man walked through the door tomorrow and he was in your fi- his 50s you'd be like no thank you i don't think my perfect husband man is in his 50s i don't think that's a thing you you don't know i just don't know i just you think it's a thing i don't think it's gonna happen like that i don't know i like older men <laughs> i don't mind an older gentleman i also don't mind a younger gentleman either no but now but not a baby. No. <laughs> no. We stand legal consent yes. here. But we want to well, be a few years beyond legal consent. Well, I meant like you don't. What is happening? I don't. I have a reminder went off on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're recording a podcast. <laughs> I put my phone on silent, but then I forgot that I set that reminder. That's hysterical. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I guess like young cap, like how young would I go? Yeah. Is that the question right now? Mm-hmm. Like 25, 26. Okay. So like fresh out of college. Yeah. Fresh out of university. They're like getting into adulthood. Yeah. You know, they like have, maybe they have a stable job. Yeah. Maybe a car payment. I mean, if somebody even younger came along and they had a very mature like personality. Because we know a lot of young people who are very mature. I would have to consider that. I ain't dating nobody that's 18 years old. No. Hell no. No. No, thank you. That's jail time. That's, well, no, it's still totally legal. It's legal, <laughs> but in my brain, I'm like, In my brain, I'm going to jail. You're going to jail. Yeah, no, that's not okay. You're, in your brain, you're going to jail and uh, out of my mouth. Like, if you I, were to bring I them- physically don't think I'd be able to make that happen because I would look at that person and all I would see is like Jacob and Nolan and Alex and I would just be like, I want to brother you. I want to like be your fun uncle. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want to be your fun brother mentor person. I yeah. don't want to be that other thing. <laughs> I, that don't you wanna, want. I don't, I don't want to have the romantic. Components. I don't want to have a PCC with you. <laughs> I do not want to have a PCC with you. Anybody who doesn't know what PCC means, it stands for post coital cuddle. I don't want that. You need to be at least 25 plus to receive a PCC. <laughs> 25 plus to see if you receive a PCC. We could do a nice little contest like PCC with me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that happen. This is why like some people have like. Because <laughs> this is like people keep. I, I keep hearing people are like, why don't you guys have a Patreon? I'm like, what kind of content would we give you in Patreon? You cannot sell poison. Post coital cuddles with me on a Patreon. That you is could on OnlyFans. That's called po- that's called prostitution. <laughs> you can start OnlyFans. Plus, fans. I want to say and where the PCC comes from. I gotta. I'm, I need to vet the applicants. You want to you vet your applicants? Before yeah, I don't just want somebody to win and then all of a sudden, like, what is sixty five year old Jeffrey Star shows up at my doorstep and I'm like, okay, we've yes, been we're doing catfished. this. We've been catfished. We've been catfished, and we're not okay with that. Oh, no. Okay. Unless you're very wealthy. <laughs> Listen, I've also said I'm not above being taken care of. <laughs> okay. Some people are like, ooh, I'd get plastic surgery. I'd get it all. Some people are like, I love myself the way that I am. And I'm like, mm, eat glass. <laughs> <laughs> I... Do you- 
Did you get David? Or who did you get when you took the quiz? I got, who did I get? I got Alexis. I didn't get David. I got Patrick. Oh yeah, I can see that. I got Patrick. I I'm a, I am, um, I I'm Patrick in the, in the, in the, in the Schitt's Creek world. Most people would make me, um, a David, David. which for obvious reasons, <laughs> but I am definitely a mixture of the two. Yeah. I'm a, I have a sassy side and I also have a hopeless romantic side. And like a savvy side with like business and responsibility. <laughs> I'm David and Patrick's love child. Yes. That's me. I can see that. I, I'm i curious. I, I kind of want to retake the quiz because I always thought I was a Stevie. Mm, you're an Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to retake the quiz, sweetie. I have the answers for you. you you're an Alexa. Alexis. So we're talking about Schmidt. Shit's Creek. You're a little bit Alexa. La, 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 la. A little bit of Lexus. My favorite part is, even when I'm not. <laughs> I'm a little bit, <laughs> even when I'm not. I <laughs> love that. No, but so, where were we? <laughs> what I, don't, I don't know. This podcast is, it, is off. That's what we wanted. The rails. Off the rails. They wanted to listen to us talk for a little bit. So here we are. We're talking. And it's only been 17 minutes. <laughs> so much time left with y'all. Um, um, well, let's do it. Like a, you did a check-in with me. Okay. Pandemic. Let's check in with you. other and outside of you, your relationship status. You mean single and depressed. Okay. Got it. Okay. Check. We've, <laughs> we've talked about it. Understood. Um, how are the other facets of your life going? Oh, fine. My show just got canceled. But your show got canceled for a reason. Well, it's not canceled, it's postponed. We're not going to say cancel, we're saying postponed. She postponed. Because, like I said, positive manifestation. I'm going to be aggressively positive for you. Here's the thing. Things were going really, really well for a yeah. long period of time. Like, I had gotten over losing my roommate, mm -hmm. and I adjusted back to living on my own again, which was tough. But, but kind of nice. But kind of nice. Um, the decoration of the office and everything really helped. I was able to build my... That was a fun day. The two of us, like, painting that. Yeah, that was a fun little, like, DIY project do. It was. It's amazing when you just have you and me do the DIY project, how good it turns out. Mm, no, you, no tea, no shade. When you pass it on to other people, sometimes things don't get done right away. No tea, no shade. Love you, Nolan. Um, I, I only say that because... They listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love Nolan and he knows I just give him stuff, give him, give him give shit him about shit that stuff. About um, so yeah, I mean that everything went well. Then we started working on the last five years, which was like, as everybody knows, my dream to be a part of. So that was going really, really well. He's um, going to be amazing. I've heard clips. It's going to be amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm really excited. I'm excited for it to come back. Um, and then we got hit with, uh, you know, Coronavirus! and two people, we won't name them, tested positive. Um, and we had to postpone for the weekend of December 2nd through the 6th. And uh, then Governor Walls came on and was like, don't move for four weeks. Um, and here's the thing. We're not yeah. moving for four weeks because people are being selfish assholes. And real dumb. And real dumb. And real, real dumb. And I'm going to say it. I don't care if it's like politically charged or not. I don't care either. They don't have to listen to us. <laughs> they really if there's anybody that's like a non-masker and like doesn't believe in the virus that's listening to this, please hit unsubscribe. Yeah. We're not interested in your patronage. I don't, I don't need 
I don't need it. It's a bold statement, but I'll say it. I just, I just know too many people who have either been sick or have loved ones that are sick, who have lost loved ones that are sick to like my own parents are immunocompromised and immunosuppressed. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, not to get heavy for a minute, but like. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's scary. And especially like as a parent, especially like seeing, because I'm a part of like a little mommy group on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. like I see these moms just like, I just can't handle doing distance learning with my child anymore. I'm like at my wit's end. Karen, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like at my wit's end. I literally don't care. Listen, I can so selfish. I can see I can see where it's frustrating, honestly. I I can get it. I I do not have children nor will I ever have, have spawn because I hate kids. <laughs> um do Here's you the thing. Know? I don't do hate Do you actually hate kids? Okay, let me explain. I don't hate kids. I hate the fact that I would have to be responsible. I got a dog and 2 weeks into owning a dog, I was like I would have killed a child by now. <laughs> You wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Like, <laughs> I my patience level, this is going to sound super awful, but like shaken baby syndrome, I'd go to jail. Here's the thing. As a parent, like, like at some point, you're not a real parent if you haven't thought about shaking your own child. <laughs> like, I haven't gone, I, I just know awful. my patience level. I just know my patience level, and I have some patience. Some is a very small word in my vocabulary when it comes to patience, okay? So, like, it's there, but test it, and you will watch it deplete faster than an ICU bed during a pandemic. Like, it will... Travis, you can't make that connection. (laughs) I did because the hospital beds are filling up, so mask up, assholes. Um, So that's where I'm at with things, with that. Um... But yeah, so we we moved everything um, to the spring, undetermined dates. Hopefully, by the time these vaccines and things that we're hearing about now that are rifling around, that are showing good results and things, they'll be getting administered and people will be able to come enjoy the show mask-free. Yeah. To come and see us. I'm so, not going to lie. I have been enjoying mask life because this is the healthiest winter, like, like, fall into winter that I've ever been. Well, I'll love it into I'll love it into the bitter cold when I have to wear a mask outside and stuff. Oh my gosh, the first days when it was like 20 degrees and I had to wear a mask outside, I'm like, this is amazing. My nose is warm. Ooh, I'm so cozy. <laughs> like it's real real nice. But yeah, so the show thing was kind of depressing. We're getting through that. Yes. Um then the gym closed today. I had my last workout there today, which the gym has been huge for me yeah just because it's where i get i used to eat a lot mm-hmm. for my I, i'm i'm i have never been to therapy to get diagnosed with any of this but i'm pretty sure they'd give it to me um i have anxiety mm-hmm. i have mild depression i have high functioning anxiety and i have um an eating disorder known as emotional eating and i you know, I'm a recovering alcoholic. So <laughs> the gym is where I was siphoning all of that depressive energy. Well, here's the thing. Cedar and the gym was were, where we were putting our depressive energy. And now they're both gone. Yeah. And they took them all away from me. Yeah. In the same day. 
So that was hard. We're still we're still working through that. You know that. what we're going to do? We mm. have our podcast. We're going to do some more of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Here's where we're going. Here's my plan. Okay. Over the next four weeks. The other thing that I have done, which you know about. Yeah. Um. Well, we kind of talked about it on our podcast with Patrick. Uh-huh. I. Wait, what? Patrick Lyons. You talked about it. I talked about my my faith journey. Oh, not your faith journey. What were you talking about? Your uh, fitness coach journey. Oh, that as well. <laughs> those are the two things I'm. Yeah, those, those are, that's the two point plan right now. Um, so over the next four weeks, what I am going to focus on, I have a support system as far as working out with uh, my friend Amanda, Nolan, and Cy from my, my friend Cy from Staples. He's um, a speech kid there the four of us are going to like keep accountable for like home workouts and at least doing something every day to stay active active and where we're at and you have a standing desk that you can work at. i have a standing desk so i can you know force myself to stand more during the day i know um i shove my chair across the room now i'm gonna take a book out of my best friend alex's um a page out of his book and attempt to do a deck of cards workout a few times a week yikes have you heard of that? Yeah, I watched his TikTok journey. On that. Yeah, it's a lot. So I'm going to try to do that. Um, and um, I'm also going to be focusing on my personal trainer certification and getting that done because I had that on pause while I was working on the show. And since now the show you... is over for now, yeah. I'm going to pick the show's that... on pause. You can unpause your... I can unpause the certification training. Yeah. So I'm going to work on that like daily. Um, at least spend like an hour with it every day after work or, you know, if I have a slower day at work, I'll pick it up and, you know, do an exercise or whatever through it there you go. Um, to prepare for my test in February. Um, so that way I can get my personal trainer certification and actually start helping other people when things go back to normal. Um, and the other thing that I have done a lot of is I have turned, and this is awful for somebody that swears as much as I do, and you guys are going to think I'm silly, um, but I have been spending a lot of time with God. Good for you. And my I, Bible. I like to say that I'm a godless heathen. You you are. I'm <laughs> two of my best friends. It's so weird. Three of my, like my the I have like a, what do I got? I got like a one, two, three, four. I got like a five. Okay, I've got five what I would consider best friends mm-hmm. in this world. Right. Oh my god, what are your best friends? I three of them are godless heathens, <laughs> and the other two are very Christian. <laughs> so I make up the sixth person, and it's so we we are a people divided. <laughs> we have to say it, but here's the thing. Yeah. I love that because I get to see both sides of the coin. And here's the thing about me and my like Christian. Your faith journey. My faith, my faith journey. Follow me on, follow me at one man, two journeys on Instagram. I started, that's something I did. I started a new Instagram page for myself. I saw that. One man, two journeys. Number one, man, number two journeys. <laughs> um, I'll put the link in the show notes. And it's, thank you so much. Oh my God. I'll give you that promo. Our tagline is growing with Jesus while getting them gains. Like, <laughs> while growing. <laughs> it's, um, it's, I think That's it's very clever. <laughs> I think it says growing in faith and it has the cross emoji while growing and then the bicep emoji. Like, that's like the bio. <laughs> I know it's cringy do you know, AF, but whatever. Do you know what my Instagram bio is? 
godless think, heathen. No, 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 no. Uh, CEO of looking pretty good for a dead bitch. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> Love that for you. Yeah, no, I, so I've been spending a lot of time um, with my Bible, and I've been going to church virtually yes. every Sunday, trying out different churches, learning a lot about local churches and where their beliefs are. There's uh, some hierarchy in the local some church. Some hierarchy. And you know what? It's to be expected yes. here, in, uh, here in a great city of Brainerd. Um, but I am trying to find the right fit for me. Mm-hmm right now and I have like you know virtual mass church that I can go to that's very non-denominational you know what it's kind of nice like church is not for me but like being able to virtually try churches Mm -hmm. because then you don't have to sit awkwardly in a pew right like being like I'm new and you're in the back and then you're like I don't know if I'm gonna like enjoy this experience because I haven't Mm -hmm. been with this congregation at all but virtually you can sit and you comfort in your own home and your jammies. Yeah. And I've had a very weird, I've had a very weird relationship with like religion and God. And there was a very, there was a point in my life where I really didn't think that I believed in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, for the most part, I never really liked organized religion. I found organized religion very creepy. That's where I'm at. It gave me creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. I hated when I would, you'd go to a, like a traditional Sunday mass, regardless of your denomination. denomination, and everybody would stand there in their button-ups and their ties and their Sunday dresses and their kids with their Game Boys and their headphones in, not paying attention, <laughs> humming these hymns in one note for five minutes per song and just not like... It seemed very mindless to me. It seemed like it was a lot of people doing something they had to do in order to get somewhere. And you could tell that people were going through the motions. Yeah. Even the the pastors at some of these places that I went to, I will not name any of these places Mm -hmm. because I don't want anybody who goes there and they really enjoy it and I'm getting the wrong vibe. Like, I don't want to offend anybody. This is just my story. It's like, that's your experience. That's yeah. That's, that's what you gained from it, and mm-hmm. and they would maybe give their like these. Different. They would give these sermons, and it would be like the most boring thing I've ever listened to. It didn't ignite in me wanting to know more and wanting to go down a path in which I would do that. Have you ever watched? And I, and here's the thing: I like again, I'm a godless. I can't say godless even because I think I'm leaning like leaning into paganism. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I've, mm. I've, I've gotten into the witchy vibes of things and I really, like, I started learning about it and I started really enjoying it and it's just really interesting to me. Do you want a cauldron for Christmas? Yes. Okay. I'll call, I'll call Amazon. See what I can find. I just want, like, a little one, like a little. Yeah. Actually, you know what I really want? I want a mortar and pestle. That's what I really want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she wants to grind up some herbs or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's very, um... It was very tough for me to get started, and Alex and Nolan really helped me. Yeah, Alex gave me my first Bible, which was nice of him, because um, I didn't have one, and I really wanted one, so I could start doing my own research. And I kind of always had, before I did that, I had what I would consider a very private relationship, mm-hmm. and I kind of worshipped privately. 
is what I would tell people when they were like, why don't you go to church? Why don't you do this? I'd be like, nah, I just do it at home. I just, I just worship, I just worship at, at, home. at home. I just do it myself. Like, I don't really need to go. Because the organized religion thing really creeped me out. Because mm-hmm. it just felt very, I don't want to say culty, but culty. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gave me those vibes. So then I started researching during the first shutdown a lot of these, um, like these mega churches that have um, no denomination, really, but there's some that are like the ones in Texas are very, like the Joel Osteen one is very, like, very traditional vibes kind of a thing, you know? Joel Osteen. I'm going to say it right now. And I found Passion City Church, which I love. Um, Have you, if you like Passion City, I'm going to give you an offering of... The River Valley Church out of Minneapolis is very, mm. very much like Passion City. Okay. And again, like I said, I'm not big into organized religion myself, but they put on kind of a, a worship service that is open to everyone. See, that's what, so and there's I a really church here it. in Brainerd that I'm going to be trying this Sunday. Um, and they actually have ones on YouTube that I could watch, and it's um, UCC here in town Mm -hmm. it's over by the hospital-ish kind of they actually have like a rainbow flag outside it's a very pretty church it's very pretty and their their pastor is very very nice of a female pastor over there and she seems great um but they have i really like the non-traditional like worship Mm -hmm. like that's what i love about passion city is it's like a rock concert River Valley's like that. It's, and I think you'd like, I think you should watch. And it's not Valley awkward, stuff. but it's people standing there and they're like, they're vibing to the music and they're just, they're feeling their faith. And I, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. I don't love people all standing solemn, singing this psalm and this hymn and just, like it's, it, like it's, <laughs> oh, it's just, it sounds like a spell. But when these other people in these other, in this, more modernized worship style. You want to worship for a millennial. That's what you want. Yes. That's, you know what? That's what it is. So I've been, I've been trying out a lot of different places. I tried um, a church last weekend that I, I'm really sad that I won't be going to anymore <laughs> um, because I loved, it had everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. It literally had everything I wanted. It had great worship. It had a wonderful pastor. It had a, who had just a fire in him when he when he was preaching, and it was wonderful. Um, but but we, but we found out some things that they not so okay with me. So <laughs> so that's gonna be a no. It, listen, it's hard to find a church that's gonna be accepting of everybody. Yeah, that's just the that's just the way of the way of the church. Um, and there's a lot of people that probably think I have no business being a Christian and studying the Which word I think and, is st- is like the stupidest thing on the face of the planet. Yeah. Like you should be able to we got real serious. <laughs> well I know but this is it's just like, this is what I'm this is how I'm coping here while we're going through this. You no, know? no, no, I get it. Like I I had deep conversations like this with Alex all the time because I, when I first started this I went through it. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. You know, and I I'm had, like no help because I'm like again godless even. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in turmoil over it pretty much. I mean, he wrote me a letter like six pages long with all this information and stuff that I could go to that I still have in my Bible that I turn to a lot when I'm How looking sweet at of stuff. Him. Oh yeah, he stayed up till like three in the morning giving me all this research I could do, all That's these different sweet. sources I could go to, and everything. Yeah, he's very much about helping people, especially in 
this facet when it has to do with in a faith journey. in a faith journey kind of a thing. Um, so I, when I approach my stuff, I, I think of it, and what I truly believe is that that's why I'm here. Because my sexuality, mm-hmm. I I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I did not choose this. <laughs> this is there's always been a little gay in me, <sighs> and it's just grown as I have grown. Here's the thing, and grown into a nice gay man. You weren't out when I first met you, and that was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I legitimately turned to our mutual best friend, mm-hmm. our mutual friend, and I looked at her and was like, "He is." gay right like she's like no and i'm like mm, it's a little sus <laughs> <laughs> it was a little sus it was super sus yeah. and i have a terror i have yellow ter- is gay <laughs> yellow, yellow is gay <laughs> there is a gay among us <laughs> <laughs> like i have terrible gaydar like terrible gaydar and i mm-hmm. the instant i met you i'm like he's a gay man yeah he's a he's a gay so man. a lot of people would say that i have no business being a Christian, which is because it's a waste of my time. It's so stupid to me. But I honestly think that's why I'm here. I like that. I honestly think that my sexuality is it's my it's my test. It's why I'm here, and I've done it before. I've met people who are super conservative, like super conservative, and become their friend mm-hmm. and got them to see that. I am just a normal person and just because you have a penis doesn't necessarily mean I would like to touch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I think the stigma around gay men is, especially in areas like we live in. It's harder because they're like, ooh, you're gay so you find me attractive because you like men. It's like, do you find every woman attractive that you see? Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you walk through Walmart and literally everything with boobs you would like, you would like to make yours? <laughs> because if that, if the answer to that Be question is, <laughs> yeah, if that, if the question, if the answer to that question is yes, therapy would work for you, sir. <laughs> Cause that's not natural. So you, you may have an addiction to something. You may something, mm-hmm. a lot of things probably. Yeah. Um, you know, so I really think that's why I'm here. My purpose is to one grow in my own faith and I'm never going to be somebody that's going to push it on anybody else. And Jacob, Jacob told me that the other day. He was like, I appreciate, I appreciate you as a Christian. Cause he's like, you're doing it for like self betterment. Yeah. You're not here to like go knocking on each door and passing out Bibles and leaving stuff on urinals and bathrooms and like leaving business cards places. So people can like read a Bible verse and hope it speaks to them and whatever. Like I'm never going to be that person. Yeah. If anybody came to me, I wanted to talk to me about it, and I was the one who was approached. Sure. sure. Happy to talk to you about it. Happy to share my experience with you. Happy to happy to pray with you, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But I'm never going to be somebody that's going to, like when somebody says something, be like, oh, you should, you know, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not. <laughs> you said Jesus. Because listen, I wasn't ready for Jesus. I wasn't. Up until... My brain made the conscious decision, like, I think this is something I need to try. I think this is something I need to research. I think this is something I need to look into. Yeah. It's kind I of, was closed off to it. It's how I feel about paganism. 
Which, as much as people are just like, oh, are you trying to be a witch? I'm like, I'm not, not, not necessarily witchy things. It's me taking an interest in something and then looking farther into it and then being like, this speaks to me. Mm-hmm. And I like how it speaks to me. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm at in my life. Yeah. There's a lot of nice things that I have found while just like sitting with my Bible. Yeah. And watching a sermon on a Sunday. Like, there's a lot of good that's come out of that over the last, I don't know, nine months that I've kind of been. been you seem part of a little it. more to me. You seem a little more grounded. Thank you. And like I, I, I feel like I can say that as somebody who has really like sat down and twice a week spoken with somebody who's completely outside her friend circle, mm-hmm. trying to figure her life out, but. And and sometimes that's what you need. Maybe you didn't need therapy. Maybe you just needed Jesus. Right. In a nice way. And not like how some people say, you need Jesus. Know what I mean? Yeah, I'm never going to look at somebody and say, you need Jesus. I mean, I've looked at some people and said, I'm, you need Jesus. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I would look at somebody and be like, have you considered? <laughs> no? Okay, then you do you, boo. I'm not going to push it on you, but just so you know, maybe you could consider it. I'm just saying it's an option. It's there. Maybe put it on the list of things you're considering. Do a pros and cons. I don't know what you got going on. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know your organizational type style. You just, like, you just do your thing. Um, I don't know if you like lists. I don't know if you like lists. I don't know if you're more of like a bullet point person. I don't know what you do. <laughs> you like Excel? <laughs> do, you, do you like Excel or do you like Google Sheets? Do you want to make a pivot table? <laughs> oh. Fucking hate pivot tables. Pivot. The day that Excel gets rid of pivot tables, I'm going to pop a bottle of champagne. Yep, I'll write a letter. We know a guy. We, we do know a guy. <laughs> we can talk to somebody. I don't know if he works over there, but we can talk to him about it. If we give you this letter, can you make sure it gets to the right department? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that's that's kind of where I've been focused. And okay. that's, you know, it's made me, I think it's made me better internally, you yeah. know? And even my friends such as yourselves who would consider them... You know, a godless heathen, all three of those people have looked at me and said, I'm happy for you. I'm happy it's working for you. I'm happy you have something like that for yourself. It's and, not for me. And I, you know, I think that's great. And they fully support me going going through that. Yeah. You know? Because you know what? Those are true people who really understand. And it's the same on the other side of the coin when you have people who are Christian and are okay with the fact that... Mm-hmm. I'm a godless heathen. Like it's, I'm like, mm, I just, mm-hmm. it's not for me. Well, even like Alex and I or Delaney and I, we have differing views when it comes to Christianity as a whole. There are a lot of people um, that look at, this became like a religious this Bible cast. really did to oh go my, from like I've, ridiculousness I've been, to Bible cast. I've been toying around with the idea of starting like a one man, two journeys podcast. It's like a subgroup of our podcast, which is like my faith and fitness journey. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Maybe you can help me with that. Yeah, it's okay. But we're like off on a good start right now. Like it's really working. <laughs> this is your debut episode. We're going to circle back around to be ridiculous after this. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. This would be the last point about this for sure. <laughs> um, a lot of people will view the Bible or the word as it is affectionately referred to as, um, as very black and white. Um, like basically, this is the rule book. Mm-hmm. This is how people need to run their lives. If you don't do it like this, you bad. Okay. <laughs> you bad. Okay. I don't look at it that way. I don't think you can look at that that, at that I look way. at it as a guidebook. I like that. It's a that travel guide for life. Like, hey, here's some places that we think you'd really enjoy. 
but there's also all this other stuff <laughs> that maybe you'll run into it and you'll want to like divert and go check that out. But then you can come back to the guidebook and we'll get you back on track. Yeah. Okay. That's how I kind of view it. Cause there, I like that description. Yeah. There's a lot of people who like, they absolutely think that I'm going to hell. And this is what I wrestled with back in March that I was like, okay, that's my future. Like if I, but I couldn't understand it. I could wrap my mind around it. And that's when I came to the conclusion that I was just telling you about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I'm here. So there's absolutely no way. <laughs> I mean, hell could be fun. You never know. I'm like, there's absolutely no way. <laughs> I said, if that was true, hell is lit. Literally. Like it's <laughs> all the fun people are, are going there. to hell. Like enjoy shuffleboard in heaven because hell is a fucking rave. <laughs> And that's where I want to spend eternity if that's true. Okay. Because that's, if everything you're saying is true, strike me down. Like I'm ready. (laughs) My body is ready. My body is ready for it. Because I just, I don't buy into that. I really don't. If I can't, being who I am and knowing who I am and like the amount of time I put into friendships and the amount of time I put into my community and the amount of time I put into, you know, raising Bolton and taking care of other people and serving others and putting literally anything before myself. Yourself, which you need to be better at. Which I'm awful at, for yes. sure. But then to have all of that, and then when I die, someone's going to say, oh, but you sucked a dick one time. <laughs> so we're going to have to send you south. Sorry. I'd be like, that's just how the, that's how the cookie crumbles, I suppose. I guess. You know, I don't buy into that. I just don't. And I really think that it's, you know, it's a text that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten a lot of good lessons from it so far. And it's made me feel better. Um, but I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a black and white Christian. Good. I'm just not. And it's... People who aren't Christians appreciate you gray Christians. Mm-hmm. I, I am a gray area Christian. You're a gray area That's Christian. where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a progressive Christian is what people would call it. And a lot of people hate progressive Christians. And I'm like, well, another notch in my belt of things to hate about me, I suppose. All right. And then that ends our Bible cast. And welcome to my Bible talk. <laughs> that was like, what's your plan for this? I'm like, Bible. <laughs> Did it. That's all. So yes, I'm going to continue in my faith journey. I'm going to continue working towards my personal fitness certificate and um, hopefully start working on my own um, like workout program and working with people here really soon and developing that. If I wasn't so terrified that I would really fall back into some really terrible like eating disorder habits, I would have you like personal train me. Well, you know what? Just like, just like me coming to Jesus when I was ready. You come to me. When, when, I, when I'm ready. When you're ready. It'll always be here. It's always a little terrifying for me to go to the gym and start working out again. Because I oh, yeah. get that like weird. Here's like, the thing though. We don't have to be at the gym for that. That's very true. You can do your own thing at home and we can design something for you there. That's very true. That's what I'm really focused on doing. I want to be able to do stuff for people at home and at the gym. I want them... I'm kind of taking a a note out of Patrick's book with that because that's what he did. He's like, do you like a gym or do you like it at home? And I'm like, I'm a gym person. I got to get out of the house. I got to go to a physical space where I'm motivated to do what I'm there to do. And I'm one of those people where I could, you know, I mean, I stretch every day. Mm -hmm. I I do lunges and squats every day because I'm trying to work on dead ass. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. 
when, like two honey hams back there. I'm trying. You're doing it. I'm trying. You're doing it. Because here's the thing. You get one or the other when you're a girl. You either get tits or you get an ass. You don't get both. If you have both, one of them is fake. <laughs> it's no nuance November. <laughs> she found a pedestal and she stood on it. Come on, soapbox. <laughs> it's no nuance November. That's one of my, like... It's true, though. Here's the thing. If you have both, one of them is fake. One of them is fake. You don't get both. Mm-hmm. If you do, if you do by some weird anon, like beautiful, crazy anon anomaly, I I don't know what to tell you. You you won the genetic lottery. Great for you. <sighs> Come on, <laughs> you won, girl. But you know us normal people here who have not won the genetic lottery, we get one or the other. You get tits or you get an ass, and I got tits. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> They're right there. I won that lottery. <laughs> I can see them. They're hard to miss. <laughs> I, I like, I, this is an extra large sweater. Oh, hello. <sighs> hello. <laughs> Mute that. Good Lord. Um, and I still can't, like, I can't hide. Like, I would give everything to be flat chested. Maybe not flat, flat chested. Uh, yeah, I, was gonna, I don't think you believe that. <sighs> I I firmly believe like my quality of life would be better with smaller boobs. But that's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. That's where I'm at. That's that's here's the thing. I have like back and shoulder problems and I know it's probably stemming from my chesticles and I just haven't really like gone in to do anything about it because A, it's major surgery and I just and it's still considered elective. Like Right. At at this point. So been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy lately. You are correct. <laughs> that's that my other qualifies you as a doctor. That's my other plan for the next four weeks. I'm gonna plow through the rest of that. Oh my goodness! It's only been three weeks, and I'm already halfway through season seven. I I can't. I can't. It's so good. I can't. I'm telling you to start. No, you have to. I'm gonna firmly plant my foot in that. I camp. firmly did it too, and I finally was like, you know what? Let's do the impossible. <laughs> Let's do the impossible. Ugh. And you know what they do on that show all the time? The impossible. I can't. It was meant to be. I can't. I can't. I just, I've never really gotten into those shows. You would relate. I already know who you are in that show. Oh, God. I already know who you are. <laughs> thousand percent. You are Dr. Christina Yang. <laughs> Is that Sandra O's character? Yes, ma'am. I love Sandra O. Yep. You are, <laughs> you are Dr. Christina Yang. She is a tough bitch. <laughs> I love that you think I'm a tough bitch. No, but she's so like, she's so dead focused. Like nobody diverts you. No. From anything. Like no. if this is what you're going to do today. That's what I'm doing. Today. That's what you're doing today. Mm -hmm. Like, and if anybody calls, even me where I'm like, Hey, did you want to do dinner? And you're like, Nope. No, I'm painting. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I have so you don't want to eat. No, I want to paint. No, I'm going to, I did eat dinner. I know. <laughs> I know. Just by yourself. And like, you know, it wasn't delicious homemade curry. It was, what was it? I made a uh, strawberry poppy seed uh, salad with a side of soup. Oh. Bougie. Yeah. I know a day Cafe La France was in Amy's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Funny. trying to eat better. And it was really good. Listen, I applaud you. Okay. I applaud you very much. But seriously, you do that. Or like, 
here's the thing. What when it comes to like eating somewhere, too, just go where wherever Rachel said because that's what she wants and if you divert from that she just won't go yeah like (laughs) you like pull up somewhere and she's like "Ooh, i don't want this and you're like well the other hundred people on the charter bus would like to eat here and you're just like i'll stay on the bus (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing if i can't preview your menu my anxiety my level of it and this this kind of stems from old eating disorder habits that I've had because I'd have to know what I'm eating, what I'm eating, where I'm eating. Like it got worse, sure, 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 like sure. boiling down to it. But if I can't preview your menu, my level of anxiety is like, cause I hate being that person where they're like, when the order comes around the table, mm-hmm. you're like, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, I want, I, I, I hate that. I hate, I hate being that person. So, <laughs> I'm also the person who like is like I don't know where to eat. I don't know where we should go. We're gonna eat here. Yeah, I'm gonna make an executive decision for all of you. <laughs> my one of my thing. This is if we had to. That'll be a fun game to play right now. If you could change one thing <laughs> about each other, what would it be? Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. That'd be fun. Alex and I did this all the time. It was so fun. I don't know if I like this game. <laughs> it's no. Listen, you can't go into it taking offense to it. I'm. I'm not. I just don't know what I would change about you. I know instantly what I would change about you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I know absolute instantly one thing I would. Uh, and it's such a small thing. It's a such a small thing. But like. <laughs> <laughs> you passive aggressively make decisions when like there's a discussion happening. Yeah. Like a perfect example, a perfect example was this summer, me, her and her boyfriend are outside Von Hansen's meet, right? And I was like, there, we were deciding on what chicken breasts to get to bring home to grill at Amy's place. And he, I was, and Jesse went in and because he, he was getting them, and he was like, "Well, here are the options," and I was like, "Oh, this one sounds good." And like from the back, you'd hear, mm. <laughs> and then he'd go, "Well, they have this one," and you'd go, mm. <laughs> and then he finally got to the last one, and you were like, "Yeah, that's the one I would want." <laughs> and the rest of us are like, "Well, can we try this?" Well, we we all really kind of like the sound of. The, mm. <laughs> And then I finally looked at Jesse and I'm like, get the fucking Chipotle lime chicken breast or no one's eating tonight. Just get them. I'm done with this bitch. Like, get the Chipotle lime chicken breasts. We'll eat them. They sound fine. And that's how I grew up in a Norwegian household. Yes. And I would sit there for five minutes and I'm like, this bitch just manipulated us into getting the damn chicken breast because she was like, hey, get at it. Just from the back. Mm. Like, that doesn't sound like something I want to eat. Mm, that's not the flavor I would appreciate. That's not the pr- flavor profile that my brain has already yep. decided on. <laughs> mm, teriyaki, eat glass. I, <laughs> that is the thing. And it, it, it happens all the time. I'm trying to work on it. All the time. And I'm just like, I go with it now. I'm so I'm so like desensitized <laughs> to it at this point as being one of your best friends. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> Other people look around. They're like, the fuck just happened? And I'm like, you just got Rachel. 
I'm like, sometimes you get, you're in situations where you don't have to get Rachel'd and you're yeah. just gonna like, like at a restaurant. It's up to Rachel. She got a menu. That girl can decide on her own. This ain't like, don't you dare do a two for 20 for her because you, whatever you want for the appetizer, you're not getting it. No. You'll get the other thing. You'll get that's get what other that's thing. what Rachel would like to have. You want mozzarella <laughs> sticks? Fuck no, spin dip showing up, and that's what you're gonna eat. Okay. Who does all the good spinach dip? That's the same thing. I mean, I, I, <laughs> but I wish you could get both. You could dip the mozzarella stick in the spin dip. I've never done that. Bitch. That sounds delightful. It's more than delightful. It's euphoric. I'm gonna remember that for next time. I encourage you to like. I mean, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be home because there is so much dairy in both of those products. Yeah, you're, you're eating cream cheese, sour cream, and just straight cheese sticks yeah. at that point. So, like, your butthole going to be like, out. My 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 digestive system is like, no, thank you. No, thank you, mamacita. No. no necesito el baño ahora. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that meant I don't need the bathroom right now, so you'd, you'd be exactly the opposite. It would be the opposite. But I, that is mine. That is what I would do. Your passive aggressive decision making with things. I'm and, so good at it, though. I know, but I would. <laughs> I'd make you bad at it because it's. I love it too, and we're in like a group, and all of us know it's coming, and like me, Amy, and Jesse will just look at each other like. <laughs> now i'm gonna be hyper aware of it and now you're not gonna get a decision from me now so thanks yeah you're gonna because here's the other thing too if she sits in the back and she's like mm, i'm fine with whatever she's not she's not fine with whatever she has a finite opinion and you need to get it from her otherwise she's not gonna be happy the more choices there are the less likelihood of her being happy at the end of the night here's the thing i'm a double gemini with a cancer rising so i Parlez-vous français? <laughs> the people who know what that croissant, means. Croissant, croissant. <laughs> ooh, baguette. Ooh, baguette. You said a lot of things I don't understand. <laughs> Just, um, it means that I'm, I tend to be a people pleaser, but I still want to assert my opinion. So that's why I do it passive aggressively. Mm-hmm. That, okay. That's, that's where I'm at. That's, that's just a personality trait. Okie dokie. Okay. I, I do know. Oh, I'm excited. I, I do know. Come on. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm ready. And this is Matt with love. Okay. Because a part of me does appreciate it, but sometimes I'm just like, you're doing too much. Okay. <laughs> Your hyper organization of things sometimes. Oh, yeah. Can be to a fault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I understand that 100%. Like, I love that about you. I love how organized you are as a human being. And it, and it brings, and the inner organized person of like me mm-hmm. brings me joy. But sometimes I'm just like, but you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Mm. I love you, but you're doing too much. I love you, but you're doing too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> That's mine. Mm. I think it's great. But yeah, I think that. If I could change one thing, just, just a little less hyper-organized. Just a little less. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot, just a little less. I, can think, I think I can say with complete certainty <laughs> that neither of us plan on changing either of these behaviors. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Here's the thing. I think about things, though. If I'm like put in charge of something, I think about them to such a degree that when somebody else comes to me and they're like, oh, well, did you do this? I'm like, not only did I... Think of it, I did it, followed up on it, have the receipt for it, and it's sitting in your inbox. Like, get off my ass, Karen. Okay? And see, sometimes it's nice, and sometimes it's a little terrifying. Like, I can understand that. Like, 
I intimidate all. No, <laughs> like for people who don't know you and like get into that level of organization, like like we get it. Like your friends, like we get it. Mm-hmm. We're okay with it. Mm-hmm. We have just come to accept it. Just like everyone's come to accept my passive aggressive right. <laughs> decisions. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, I think that that's where I'm at. I got you. This I is, got you. This is terrifying and fun. Wasn't I'm like it? hyper aware of everything. <laughs> what is... Okay, let's do it again. What is... Um, like, what's another like deep personality type thing? What is your favorite thing about the other person? What's oh. your favorite thing? My favorite thing... Because I've taken I've taken so much advantage of it. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Like I've like completely <laughs> used you as a person, but um, you're just willingness to help out a friend. Oh, like I can confirm, can confirm that your light is my. So here's the thing: there's so much shit in my house plugged in. My printer is printing something right now. The uh-huh. second it's done, that'll stop. Okay. It's I'm just like, like the, elect- the electricity needs a slight upgrade in this house. <laughs> just a little bit, not a lot. Um, I can confirm um, I have probably cried either on your couch or on your floor at least on 50 separate occasions. Oh, sure, sure. That I can think of off the top of my head. That means I've cooked at least 50 pots of chili in this house. Yep, 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 yep. That's Rachel's favorite meal that I make. You make the best fucking chili. Thank you so much. Do you know why? Okay, I'm going to tell you why this man makes the best chili. Mm-hmm. Puts corn in his chili. Mm-hmm. And he puts bacon in his chili. Mm-hmm. And you put, is it an Italian sausage or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He puts Italian sausage in his chili. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go heavy on the beans. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get no beans and it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's beans, there's one can of black beans in it. And that's yeah, it. that's it. And that's, and that's like the only bean that I really like anyway. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate it. Not a big kidney it. bean person. Nope. No, thank you. That's probably my favorite personality trait that you have. That you you just oh like like your world could be on fucking fire. <laughs> yeah. And if I like walk through the door sobbing, you'd be like, it's chili time. It's chili time. <laughs> Honestly, it's just an excuse to put my shit on the back burner. Like- <laughs> <laughs> So like, it's really kind of a toxic trait. It's, yeah, it's really a toxic <laughs> trait because I'm just like, ooh, I can avoid my problems. <laughs> if somebody else has problems, I'll fix those. <laughs> Never mind fixing yourself, you idiot. Why would you fix yourself? There's other people to fix before you. But I just I just really appreciate the like how much you do go above and beyond for your friends. And it makes me angry when people won't reciprocate mm. that. Like when like when we just like your other group, you know, your group of friends decides to reciprocate that. And they're just like, I don't know if I'm for that. Are you serious? Like, yeah. And it just, and it just, or they're not grateful of the situation. Mm-hmm. Not a mean. Mm-hmm. You picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. It's not what you're stepping in. Oh, okay. Great, great, great. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> I admire your perseverance. Thank you. You... I won't lie, you have a tendency to curl up, yeah, real big, and you 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 don't see. I when I do it, I I I give myself like a day, but I have the high functioning type of anxiety where I can get up the next day and I'm like, okay, 
fuck the world. Like yeah. <laughs> you're gonna make this you're gonna make this better. It took a lot of therapy for me to get there. Yeah, you need a little more time. Yeah. You need a little more time. Yes. But you always come back. Yeah. You always do. And you have gone through some things. And you currently are going through some things. Yes. That and I, I admire your perseverance of it. Well, thank you. And being as Having your head on your shoulders as much as you do. Given the situations. Given the situations that you've gone through and the different trials that you've been put through this year, I think is great. Well, thanks. And I admire that about you a lot. Aw. I've worked really hard on... And it, that to, it shows. That's why my Instagram bio is being the CEO of being a dead bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she did on the inside, but she make it work. I make it work. You make it work. And you do you do a, you do a good job. And you, I really have seen a lot of growth in you through this of like knowing what you have to do for yourself. Yeah. To take care of yourself. Aw. And support yourself. Thank you. It's been a, it's been a crazy journey. Why did this become such a deep thing? I don't know because we didn't plan the this first podcast. seventeen mini of, minutes of this were fucking great, <laughs> and then it just we went to, to this whole like little therapy session for us. We need to play a different game, I think. Okay, <laughs> let's do. Well, let's talk about TikTok. <laughs> oh, that garbage dump of an app! Holy crap! <laughs> what would we do without it? <laughs> Here's the thing: I think we both started TikTok as a joke. Hmm. Maybe you've done. I, mean, <laughs> I was kind of like, ooh, fun, a platform. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ooh, fun. This could potentially, because I was really big into Vine. Have you seen the drama on TikTok? Yes. Come, uh, Trisha Paytas needs to sit down. <laughs> okay, I get it. Here's you need attention, but like, girl. I think she's getting to Hit a, up your OnlyFans, okay? She, well, here's the thing. I think she's getting to a point. She made a million dollars last month. On OnlyFans. A million dollars. I would like to make a million dollars. I mean, Here's I Here's the thing. That makes OnlyFans super appealing. To other people. If I had a market, I'm not above it. I'm just saying. I think you do have just a Just like I'm not above a sugar daddy, I am not above an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Your times are tough. <laughs> times are tough. I... I think I could do OnlyFans. Oh, this is taking a turn. <laughs> I I I want I want to bring us back. I want to bring us back. That's too much. It's too much. <laughs> it's a lot to talk about. Is it though? Um, <laughs> just a little bit. We haven't mentioned a single show tune in over an hour, and it feels weird. It's okay. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the new podcast, y'all. No, I'm just kidding. There'll no, be other. This, the, the, this is just a one-time the, thing. The, well, for now. Well. <laughs> trying it out <laughs> this might be a once a month thing it might be it's just like it's a nice little like download we give you some funny then some serious then some funny again yeah <laughs> but like the james charles charlie d'amelio trisha Pay- why again let me just preface is james charles again in the middle of everything okay two he was like why He's like, I reached out to the D'Amelio family from the beginning, letting them know I was here as a friend and a mentor. No, you reached out to them because you knew this girl was going to be huge. Because for whatever reason, as she does these pre-choreographed dances on TikTok, people like them. Well, she's pretty and she's thin. 
And so now she has a hundred million followers on there. Does she have a hundred million? She's about to. She's at like 99 right now. It's absolutely insane. I think people might have unfollowed her yesterday due to all the drama that happened. So she might be at 98 something now, but that's still ridiculous. Like it's ugh, so crazy to me, but like, why would you reach out? What, 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 I mean, what was the reason? She's at 98.8 million followers. Okay. So she was at 98.5 yesterday, but she had, there's a video on there that says, thank you for 99. So she went down and she went back up. Okay. But I mean, like, look, I mean, she's young, she's pretty and she's skinny. She's 15. She's 16 now. Oh. (laughs) I know that's not any better. James is 22. I mean, granted, I'm 31 and one of my best friends is 17. Like, I don't, you know, it's... You have no room to talk. I have no room to, like, judge anybody for that. No, but, I, like, I I just... I think, honestly, James Charles is, is, a, is a smart businessman. Like, aligning himself with these, like, younger creators. I just hope it's coming from a place of him actually aligning himself with them, actually having a friend. I, you know what I mean? And it's, like, a true, honest thing that they're both in the know about. Yeah, I kind of hope that, too. Because if it's not and it's just a cash grab, that's, that's it's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But on, on the same... On, on the flip side of the coin, we don't know him as a person. No, we don't. We know him as that makeup guy. Yeah. And I mean, I love his his makeup looks. I think he's very talented. I made a TikTok where I used his palette the other day. I use his palette like 90% of the time when I get ready, if it I'm honest. It was needed. So you know what? Whatever. But yeah, I just am like... I really, Do you want to talk about YouTube drama for like 10 minutes? Oh my God. <laughs> People are going to hate me for this. I don't think Shane Dawson is canceled. I love him. I don't care. Really? No, I, I don't care. He made some mistakes in the past, okay? But people should not have to deal with that. It's kind of how I feel. The Dig same. up everyone's shit then. Every single person that was like, ooh, you're canceled. Go back through your Instagram. Go oh, back yeah. through your entire social media feed. You never called anybody a fag. You never said the N-word I'd turn. You're a perfect human being. I'm eye-rolling right now. Great. Like... Like just because they're in the public eye, well, it's, it's like the keyboard can't... warriors have a reason to chastise. And I think it's—I don't know if it's Shane necessarily in general. I think it's his association because I don't know if I like—I don't—I've been on. I think Jeffrey Star's products, Jeffrey Star's cosmetic products, the best makeup in the world. It's 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 some of the greatest pieces of makeup that I own. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Jeffree Star might be a toxic person? Yes. He's a little controversial. And I mean, he owns it that he and he knows that he's controversial, but at some point you have to like take a look in the mirror, honey, and like really like Yeah. Assess your life. <laughs> yeah. You know? And there's Just, a reason that Nate left. Let's get real. Yeah. If there's if, a reason. If if there if, if things and we don't and we don't know. Mm-hmm. Fully, any of the reasons, because nobody will talk about it. What I need is for Tati, James, Jeffrey, and Shane to go on Judge Judy and wail that out for the world to see. That's what we (laughs) want. I want to see those four. He throws so, James throws so much shade. 
He just did a video that I saw pop up, so I watched it. He did like the lie detector test challenge where that guy who does all the lie detector test people okay. um, went to his house and they were like, okay, um, do Mary Kill. And it was like, Noah Beck, somebody else, and Shane Dawson. And he was like, ooh, I guess I know who we're killing. I guess I know who I'm killing. And like never said his name real life. He's like, I think everybody knows who I'm killing. And they said the other two names. And I'm like, Okay, well, you just said you were going to kill. Like, I get it's a game. I get it. Mm, you yeah, just yeah. said you were going to kill Shane Dawson. Okay. And um, that's kind of a, a little toxic. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I, it's kind of why I watch the the YouTubers as the Jenna Marble. YouTubers. YouTubers. It was a miss. And that's another thing. Rest like, in peace, Jenna. I, like, people bullied Jenna Marbles off the internet. Off the internet. Off the internet. And that to me makes me sad because honestly I loved the content that she was making recently versus her older content. The three videos she has up of her just reacting to TikToks is I laugh at them all the time. Like that's like I put that those videos like on in the background just because they bring me so much because she's just making making a video to make herself happy and I'm like that's the kind of content people want to watch. This has gotten serious again. I know what the (laughs) fuck We're serious. We're serious. We're like grown. hard-hitting journal- <laughs> journalism. Mm, are we? Are we hard-hitting journalists? You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I just. I. I think cancel culture. I saw today on TikTok that like because this whole the whole tag no nuance November is going on, um, which I love. Yeah, what is that? No nuance November is give your hot takes on your opinions and no explanation. Just your hot take. Ooh. Do you want to do a No Nuance November? A hot take, a, you say? A hot take on something that you know people will disagree with you about, but you're going to give them no context to why you disagree with them on it. Okay. Shit. Wow. That's something to think about. Oh, man. Because there are things that you feel about, but you don't say, because then you have to give context and nuance it. But no nuance November is just saying it, saying what you think, and giving people no context. Wow. Okay, so give me an example. Give me something. Uh, let's see here. I have to give you not a book talk reference. Oh, yeah. Nobody cares about that. Uh, I care about that. Nobody cares about a book talk. There are people. There's a lot of people who care about book talk. Oh. Don't even. Don't even. Um, I'm trying to give you a not. Do make it controversial. <laughs> that okay? Maybe my new nuance to whoever was Shane Dawson isn't canceled. I still stand him. I still love him. The second he makes a new video, I'll be the first one to watch it. I want to buy more merch. I want a version two of the conspiracy palette. That that's your no nuance November take. I'm that's standing take. I'm standing with Shane and Jeffrey. I, they're I'm two trying, of my favorite people. I'm trying to make this appropriate for our podcast. Toddy Westbrook can get a new career. <laughs> I think she's I think she's an idiot. I think Toddy Westbrook is an awful person. I like her though. She seems stupid. I've watched Tati <laughs> since like I'm really getting into this. You really are. I watched Tati though since like I started watching videos on the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I know. I don't think Grace Helbig is as funny as she thinks she is. Same. 
I think she's losing it. And Mamrie Hart, too. They had their heyday and it's over. I don't think they're, they're brand. I think her, I miss them. I miss them, but I don't think Grace Helbig, Mamrie Hart, or Hannah Hart are as. As funny as they actually think as they funny are. As they actually think they are. I mean, sometimes I think that's about us, and I'm like, oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be silly. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Um. I also I don't think you. Miranda sings is funny. No, I hate Colleen Ballinger. I just, I, 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 can't, I can't. Her and her husband and her child just need to move to a remote <laughs> island where nobody has to listen to her ever again. I can't again. stand Colleen Ballinger, and I said it. I can't stand Colleen Ballinger, and I can't stand Miranda Stings. The fact that the, the waitress musical was like, ooh, oh, here we go, theater related. The fact that the waitress musical, bring it back home for the closure. Yeah. Um, was like, oh my God, we need to get a celebrity to play Dawn because we need to have a face that sells tickets, and then that face was Colleen Ballinger. There were so many other faces they could have All chosen. the faces you could have chosen. There were six faces outside the theater at that point that would have been better choices than that. I did like Todrick Hall in the show. Mm, I think Todrick Hall is overrated. <gasps> there, I said it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's overrated. I enjoy some of his stuff. I think he's overrated. Alex got me. I like him. I really do. But I think he's a little much sometimes. In Kinky Boots, he is fabulous. Okay. He was fabulous there. I don't think Ogie was the right role for him. I Okay. I don't I think, think Ogie the was the right I've role for him. I've never seen the show live, so I feel like... It's if you diff- saw like a real Ogie, and then you were like, ooh, Tadra Call did that. Ooh. <laughs> like, okay. That was a mistake. They put him in that because Colleen was in it, and they were best friends. And she needed somebody she would felt comfortable playing opposite. Which I think is stupid. If you're a real actress, you can, you can learn to be comfortable with anybody. Correct. Um... Oh, <laughs> here's another <laughs> no nuance November hot take. I think the Percy Jackson series is better than Harry Potter. Guys, thanks for listening. Do I can't have rehearsal? <laughs> if you would like to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, please leave us a five star review. So Rachel has something to do in producer's corner. Uh, visit I can't have rehearsal podcast.com to download the episodes for later listening or stream them live from the website. All of the social media links for Rachel and I will be in the description below. And with that, I sing goodbye. <laughs> Oops, wrong button. <laughs> now we can't end the podcast. No, we can't. I what? <laughs> no, du- no nuance. November. You're high. This is my hot take. You can take yourself out of my house. <laughs> That's. I I just absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think the character development is better. <laughs> no, I'm no no nuance. None. None. It's no nuance November. I said what I said. The Percy Jackson series is better than Harry Potter. <laughs> I can't. I have rehearsal. A podcast for the creative visionary. Born from the imagination. I'm not gonna let this happen. <laughs> I'm ending this shindig. And scene. Bye y'all. <laughs>